Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, um, we all know my opinions on kids. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Tom ended up having like a big debate last night about what they'd look like right. and what would be better. And he had came to the conclusion. Actually, what would be better? Like you have a choice? Yeah. Right. So he came to the conclusion that he thought he would prefer if they were not good looking because then they would have a personality. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? oh yes, that age old, <laughs> that, that known thing in the world. Oh, I was like, what? He's like, I just, I wouldn't want them to be too good looking. I was like, well, Tom, have a look at us. Like, no fucking fear there. Like, <laughs> uh, excuse me, has Tom not met me? Hello and you're very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is Jen. I'm Carla. And this week we are joined by Carla's sister, Amy, for a lovely light-hearted conversation on something that's a bit of a trigger warning just to start us off. It's about fertility and it's not that it's, it's, you'll see as we go in, but there is fertility involved in it. It's not a struggle. Yeah, it's a fertility, it's more of a... It's like trying to have a baby. It's like trying to have a baby. But in a, from a different perspective in that it's future-proofing rather than, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like a lot of podcasts or people that speak about this, it's because they're struggling with fertility mm. or they're, it's too late by the time this comes around. Yeah. Do you know? So, Amy. Hi. <laughs> do you want to tell people just a little bit of a background about you? Yeah. Um. So, I suppose I've always liked kids mm-hmm. and always wanted kids so it's definitely something that's always been on my mind um I have I'm 34 nearly 35 <laughs> this uh, year yeah <gasps> excuse or a geriatric you. as they keep calling me are you 35 this year yeah oh fuck you're both 87 I'm 32 yeah you've just offended half of our listeners <laughs> no but <laughs> it's just like it's I've grown up with her it's yeah, very, yeah like I remember when you went 30? 21? I remember when you went 21, that was the first, and I was like, she is She's so fucking adult. old. She is yeah. so old, man. And then I remember when you went 30 and being like, not me. Yeah. No. And then I remember my 30th thinking, uh, I don't know, thinking I was old, and now I'm like looking at people doing their 30th, feeling like they're... They're still babies. Babies. Yeah. Because yeah. when I had my yeah. 30th, you were like, this is mad. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. mad. Yeah. So I am an OAP slash... Geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> what age is it that they start calling? 35. Is it 35? 35. They lowered it. It used to be 37 and it's now 35. Fuck well, off. You know, I got oh. told when I was 26 and uh, I was doing eyebrows at the time. 
for a woman who told me that if that I was basically over the hill and that I'd want to find a husband fast and have kids because I was now a geriatric at that age. So I've kind of been thinking of it since then. Oh my God. Really? Well, no, I haven't been thinking about it, but you know, that word. has been in your <laughs> head since then. <laughs> that geriatric is really Yeah, itchy. 26, but I suppose it just shows age. You kind of think you're old when you're 18, when you're 20. One Whatever girls, age you are. Yeah, one of the girls I know got an application somebody signed her up for it said fill in your application here for love island and i was like oh my god but then she's 22 so that's what they all are and then it kind of reminded me like 22 she's an adult she's got a a good job she drives her car whatever i'm Mm -hmm. like 13 years (laughs) older than her definitely an an old person yeah yeah i think it's you know i i remember mortally offending when um we lived in LA this is we bumped into very strange so we basically met this guy we were trying to find our apartment we couldn't find our apartment and this guy had watched us walk up and down the street like three or four times and he was going to get a coffee so he approached us and he was so good looking and we were like oh is this how LA is gonna be is this it did I just get discovered by I was like oh my god this absolute hottie so he was like why don't you come and use my wi-fi because we didn't have back Mm. then it wasn't like you know yeah. free roam and I tell you that girl still well, isn't in America there was no 4G death. there was definitely enough so we went to he brought us this sounds so much creeper than it is but we went to his hotel lobby and he was like you guys can like chill here just use the wifi I'm just gonna go and like let my dog out and whatever else and come back down make sure you're alright so we were like oh this is so cool no turned out he was a creep in the end yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> when is he gonna become a creep and I remember mortally offending him he was 33 yeah. And I was 21. So to to me, he was a full, he was. He was a good 12 years old. He was a good but, teenager older than you. But like, he was really hot. And we were like, oh my God. And it turned out he was an actor, of course. And he'd been like in a ton of ads over there. Like, which makes sense considering where we were living in the apartment. Like he, this was like a gorge apartment block. We were like, wow, we could never have worn this. Um, but yeah, no, it did turn out that he was a creep and he hung out with us that summer. And now looking back, I'm like, why was there a 33 year old? And then he actually tried to hit on my friend. It was very strange. But um. <laughs> we were uh, there We were smoking joints one night And Because uh, over there weed was like You know weed's like their thing And uh, I was like I'm not like 30 or something like that And I'll never forget the look that he gave me He yeah. looked me dead square in the eyes But you have to remember 21 I was like that is Nine years time well, I'm like I don't mind being old You know You're not old stage. That's the fucking thing Like, No you're not old at all uh, But to but be fair Now that you are What sort of you when you I'm think co- about I'm 31 I'm 31, 31. I'm not 32 till But when you think about a 20 year old You're like Oh my god you're a fucking baby Yeah whenever you know, like The I'm opposite like, now When they're like I'm like ah oh, she's only 24 Yeah When I go through things And then I'm like Oh holy shit Yeah And then when I look back At my life I'm like How the fuck was I How the mm. fuck was I doing that At 25 you know Or how the fuck was yeah. that Happening at whatever age How was I walking around How, how was, was I, I being a person Yeah How was I driving a car how, Who let me drive a car when no, I was 22? I was 26 when I worked for Smashbox, when I was a trainer, when I was traveling all of the time on my own, staying in hotels, fucking all over the UK and Ireland, yeah. like doing all. And now I'm like, you couldn't do that at 25. It's very young. 26. Yeah. It's your little baby. But that's the thing. And especially in your situation, I mean, I think stuff like that is moving on, especially in the year. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, remember, 40 used to be, like, the start of your life. It's getting fucking older now. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, 50 yeah. days, it's th- these are the best years of your life. Do you yeah. know, like, yeah. it is kind of all pushing on, and I think society as a whole is kind of a bit more accepting of, because it used to be, like, you need to have your 
college done by the time yeah. you're 21 you need to be married and have two kids and a car and a mortgage by the time you're 28 yeah. and then by 35 you need to have the third kid and you need yeah. to have the second mortgage and you need to upgrade the house and all this sort of shit but whereas now and not that we fucking can thanks ireland and the government and the fucking housing crisis and all that but it's i don't think that's expected as much anymore until a much later age no no which is great <laughs> yeah and i think as well um i suppose for me um for me the reason as well is because i had um total topic change here but i have had fibroids uh which are like uh in your womb and i had to get them removed twice so it was always one thing when you go in for the operations they say to you if something goes wrong there is a chance that it tears the lining of your womb which means that you can't have kids or your uterus okay Right. One or the other, or they're both the same. So it was always, um, I think that was, what age was I when I got that done? I think the first operation, yeah, was around 26, 27 mm. for that. And then the second operation was pretty, you know, about 28. So it's always been on my mind. Like I remember kind of having to, ma- not having to make the decision. It sounds so dramatic, but I remember that was a big decision. You kind of had to say to them, okay, go for it. But if this happens, it's not your fault. So as much as, like they're so experienced and it didn't happen touch wood thank god and it probably wouldn't happen to loads of people but you could be that one person it does happen to so I kind of knew even then that kids was something that that was a decision for me whereas other people might have been like oh well I don't I'm not thinking of having kids now so it doesn't matter but yeah to me I remember ringing my dad saying that was one thing that was kind of um not holding me back but anyway that was on my mind since since then you know so so you've always kind of thought about kids from a young yeah. age like yeah. yeah and then I suppose maybe being told that something like that that's happening could affect mm. having kids at that age it's kind of like well yeah you know so mm-hmm. yeah so then um but then I was lucky the fibroids got removed they put in the coil then which I had for five years um to prevent the fibroids growing back which it did it did its job but then the gynecologist said I wouldn't put a second coil in for somebody of your age so what age was I then about 32 32 yeah I think and then I was on the pill for over a year then and I was lucky because that was keeping them at bay so the whole thing is I think that hormone whatever's in it like progesterone in the coil and I think there there was oestrogen in the pill anyway but whatever it was um keeps the hormone at bay so it stops the fibroids growing back but if I was to have a fibroid again like that it would have to be removed before you have kids so like the whole idea was to try keep them away but the pill then was driving my blood pressure through the roof like it was really high and it was kind of dangerous they were like no we have to take you off it so I was lucky enough they took me off the pill then last summer Mm. so um yeah so then I started I kind of it was in my head to do it but I had a conversation with my friend's mum last October and she had said to us both like you're both 34 now you need to do this by the time time you're 35 or within your 35th year and what is this because we haven't Sorry, actually addressed yeah. what you're doing no 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 we were going to move on to an expo oh, just yeah, go sorry. for it yeah so um so yeah I froze my eggs I decided to freeze my eggs then so the reason being as well is because I haven't met anyone the one yet or anything like that and it is something going back on all that that I do want to have kids so I did it for a few reasons like straight away people are like oh great so you're gonna go have a kid on your own and blah 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 and I'm like no like no I hope not that I hope not but I still hope to meet somebody and everything Mm -hmm. like that but I also 
have seen like on a different topic loads of relationships that have broken up like loads of friends who've been in long relationships and then got fucked over or you know you've, you hear all these crazy things and it just leaves you vulnerable if you want to have a kid mm-hmm. and you've wasted time with this person with this person mm-hmm. who then fucks you over you know or if you have a child with somebody who's not the right person just because you want to have a child I don't know I, I in my personal opinion mm-hmm. it might be fairer to have a child you know like okay maybe not financially it's not so accessible to just go and have a, a child on your own but like mm-hmm. you know I think like as well some children suffer if the parents aren't right you yeah. know yeah. they've only done it just because yeah I think know. it was such a like not a long time coming but I think since we were younger it was always you were mad about kids and I was always very not yeah um but you weren't mad about me as a kid, which was interesting. But yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> there was no maternal big sister intersect there. No, but uh, <laughs> you have always kind of, it was always in your plan. Mm. And I think every, I, I think a lot of single people who are actively looking for a relationship, you get that little bit like disheartened the older that you get. Cause mm. you're just a bit kind of like the, my options do unfortunately start to look like they're closing up and that's more for uh, women in um it's the body clock that you your internal body clock yeah Yeah, but I did see a lecture and it was it was a female lecturer and I I can't remember what it was it was a real quick clip but then me and Tom ended up having a good conversation about it being like we've been also sold this myth that men's sperm are perfect all she was like my bollocks how is your kidneys fucked your heart's fucked your blood's fucked like all these different things are wrong with your body but for some reason your sperm is perfect it was like no the sperm is not at its same like like it's not at the same um quality quality there you go yeah that's what i was trying to find like quality as it will be like at at 100 as it will be at 30 yeah it was like so it was like there's a little bit of that in it as well i think that there obviously childbirth was such a risky business for so many years and it's only really become safe in the past you know 50 60 years maybe it's it was never one it was never a very safe thing to do no um and it was the number one killer of women for a very long time Mm -hmm. but i think for you it was always in the back of your head. Yeah, and like, I'm also quite independent. If I generally want to do something, I'll do it and I can do it. And while, yeah, I would, of course I'd love to have a partner, it's definitely not the only thing on my mind. Like, you know, I focus on different things and my career and stuff like that. And so that's why... As well, a lot of people would look at me and be like, oh, she's kind of older now and she's met nobody. Like that's, the, like, that's the be all and end all. I think that's where I'm at a little bit my age. People look at me as in, oh, Jesus, well, that's her done now. She doesn't have a husband or, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. It can be a bit like, yeah, you know. But anyway. <clears throat> I hate that mentality, yeah. though. Like, yeah, it's like you're 35 and you don't have a fellow, so you're a spinster. All yeah, of a it's like yeah. A que- it becomes a question. And mm. then you might be looking at people going, but you're in a terrible relationship. Yeah. That's something yeah, that's cheating yeah. on you the whole time. Or, you know what I mean? So anyway, that's like totally off the topic. None of the reasons why I've done it. I, like that, like I said, I am quite independent. I was like, right, going to do this. Because then it's in my hands. If I decide to have a baby on my own next month or in five years, 
I can do that. If I meet somebody, it takes the pressure off if... Because like that, when I do meet somebody, I want to be able to maybe go on holidays, do all these things, not just be rushing up the aisle because I'm getting old. Mm. You know, I take your point about the sperms as well and stuff, but I suppose it's more focused on the woman's getting older. What's the eggs going to be like? You you do this test, AMH, I think it's called, and uh, it's uh, the number of... It's not the number of eggs, but it's like a number which gives you a rough idea of where you are with your eggs. So I had that done when I was on, when I had the coil in and the number was 18, which was quite low. So it was within the 30 percentile for my age group. And that was when I was about, it was in 2020. So what, are we 2022? So when I was 32, yeah. yeah. So that was low, like that was kind of like, oh Jesus, that was kind of a bit of a... It gave you a fright. Shock. Yeah. yeah. So then I kind of always said I'd do it like I did, I got the coil out. But they never told me at the time it was because of the coil, the number was so low. low. Yeah, I was going to say with yeah. the hormones. Yeah. yeah. And then my friend got a test, the same, her number was quite low, but she had the coil in. So, um, but I went... And got the test this time. So I was thinking it's going to have lowered. Like, And that's kind of half why I was doing it as well. Because that number was so low. And when I got the test this time. So I suppose I better go into the process now. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I was to say. Well, tell us about <laughs> so, where you actually. Yeah. So then I chose to go with ReproMed. Because uh, I knew people who would use them. And um, it was just simple for me then. You know. My gynecologist in the Beacon had suggested that I use them and she sent me a referral to them but they never got in touch with me actually still to this day and that was about two years ago but I kind of thought maybe great people who were doing IVF and stuff who needed it more yeah, you know yeah. that they prioritized after the pandemic so I decided to go with ReproMed and um so you book in for your consult and then it's 300 euro which gives you the doctor consult and you got your bloods which give you this AMH number so then the doctor rings you for your consult. So again, I thought it's going to have lowered because two years ago, but it's gone, it went up to 30.5, wow. which was quite high. Yeah. So they were like, this is great. So what's like, I don't really know. I don't know enough. I know that 18's low. And <laughs> 30's high. high. So, um, so yeah, so I, I don't really know. You know, 30's high, like, yeah, she said it was around 70% versus 30%. So, oh, wow. yeah, so, like, it's Probably not goes up number. in those increments then, like, if you went from 18 to 30. No, it's not like an age group, it's like... No, as oh, in, right. it, like, the increments, I'm th- trying to think, if you, if that went from 30% to 70%. Quick maths. <laughs> Fast maths. Mm, it's so like what the coil had taken away yeah, from you. Yeah, so I think the coil just suppresses whatever, yeah. you know, was there. So, I... Now, so... In saying that, I'd been off the coil, out, the coil had been out 18 months. Yeah. And I'd been off the pill about six months. So and you were completely clear. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my periods were really regular and quite light, which going back to the fibroids is kind of important because with the fibroids, your periods are heavy. So everything was exactly 28 days. So that made it good for planning all this for me because I was lucky but they're very accommodating like you just tell them you're a few periods and stuff like that and uh, they help you so the doctor goes through everything the process um kind of a bit sciencey like and I really wasn't taking it all in because really the end goal was to get the eggs out so like that's where I wouldn't obsess now about the details I'd be mm-hmm. like this is their job yes this is yeah. a decision I've made 
trust the process and follow their guidance as opposed to obsessing knowing the numbers and the levels and the yeah and like, all that sort of thing yeah you i sure okay i've no thyroid gland i still don't fucking understand any of the levels i just yeah, don't i just let them do whatever yeah like you if you ask me what's your this that and that i don't even know what the names of them are mm-hmm. i'm like what's this that and that i don't fucking know i just go to me appointments yeah. <laughs> they take me tablets it's grand yeah, yeah. i think that's the thing <laughs> take like, me tablets go to yeah. me appointments do me thing they did suggest oh did they suggest the folic acid no maybe not no, maybe that was. I think they I suggest think. that if you're of childbearing yeah. age, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Regardless, so, like. yeah. So, um, that was kind of it. Uh, I did bring up at that point that I didn't want the hormones to make me anxious because that was a lot with the fibroids. There was before the operation for the fibroids, you had to get this injection that made me really anxious and horrible symptoms and stuff like that, and then. The coil, oh my God, was horrific the last few months. And then when it came out, it just wasn't nice feeling like anxious and stuff like that. The pill was grand, but I felt really flat. It's funny when you come off all mm. this shit that then you're like, oh my God. You know, as yeah. so, a human being. Yeah, yeah. it's really weird. Yeah. So um, that was one thing I said. And she kind of suggested taking some melatonin around the times. Because I did say that PMS wise, like I, which I'm really lucky would be like clockwork every 28 days know exactly when i'm ovulating know when my period's on its way and my mood would dramatically drop the few days before my sleep would go to shit and stuff like that so that was one suggestion she gave um so then that was it did the blood test and then you kind of had to decide if you wanted to go ahead with it Mm. so i kind of felt that was kind of fast and they kept putting pressure on me not pressure they were really nice through this whole thing but they kept I feel like it did happen very fast yeah, though like they I feel like we were like, talking about it and then it was like oh by the way this is happening I was like sorry yeah they were like we're gonna book you in for this and this so basically they booked you in for more bloods and something else and I was like well, and a scan and then they want you kind of in the middle of your cycle so they said that I had about 18 follicles or something oh no I think she said 18 no sorry 10 or something I don't know at some stage so that was great whatever Maybe I didn't have 10. Maybe that was a later What's one. follicles? Sorry. Th- that's where the eggs are in. Okay, so can you have more eggs than follicles? No. So eggs are in the follicles, I think. Okay. You see, again. Weren't paying attention no, to the finer details. The science part. But anyway, so went for a scan. They said everything looked good. Um, More bloods. And I was kind of like, I keep going back to this place for bloods. We live in Castlenock. It was in Dundrum. And um, like that was a bit of a pain. Yeah. You know, and you're trying to work it around. But I was lucky, like, they did have early appointments and stuff like that. And mm. Working around, like, your work hours My work, stuff. yeah, to kind of get over. Um, I used to do sunbeds over there. It was a bitch as well. Ah! <laughs> sunbeds all the way in Dundrum. They used to have a tan me in Dundrum where they didn't have one. Now they have one in Cabra, Mulhudder, and Fingless, but it was oh. only in Dundrum. <laughs> you, were, you were stung with I the had the good one. Oh. The good beds. The good beds. This is years ago. Oh. Back in the day. Yeah. Um, but it is, I agree, it's a bitch to get to. Yeah, <laughs> so you're kind of trying to plan that in. And then the park in the first day, I was like, oh my God. The parking was like past the clinic. And then the clinic, I was running around the place. But they were really nice. They were like, yeah, this happens to everyone. So, oh, okay. you know, so that's all fine. So I went for a couple of bloods. And then I was like, hang on a second. I spent about 600 euro at this, this stage. Mm. Maybe more. I think it was about 600 on bloods and a scan and the doctor talking to me. And I was like, what is going on? Like, does this come off the money at the end? Yeah, yeah. Then, 
and they were like now so if you want to go ahead and we'll book you in and you know the doctor needs to know and we need to plan this and I was like what have I paid for what have I done like antiviral bloods different things like that uh so then anyway they were kind of saying you know do you want to go ahead with it and I was kind of like yeah okay so then I had another consultation I always knew I was going to go ahead with it but I was kind of like what is going on here and this is ridiculous like bloods and things but obviously not and then anyway basically yeah decide to go ahead with it and um then you pay for it and then they were like okay so um we're gonna bring you on this day for a scan and I was like another scan okay and then they were like great so we'll start your injections on the 31st which was January and I was like what and then I was like and when will we get the eggs out they were like either the 11th or the 14th I was like what so I kind of thought it would be like, a longer process. It was long yeah. in a way that maybe it'd been on my mind for ages. Plus, October to December felt like ages back and forth at M50 going for the scans and bloods and whatever, even though it was only like four or five times. But, you know, that felt like ages. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, you'll be injecting next week. I was like, mother of God, like, this mm. is so fast, you know? So, yeah, that was it then. So they were very good like that. Went over for the last scan. Again, the night before the last scan which was the day before you'd start injecting. I only watched the videos then. You had to complete like an <laughs> online module. Oh, shit. But it was so funny, like the videos. They're like, and then the egg and blah. And I was like, what the fuck? This is, I don't know. Again, I was only kind of half paying attention, but like the videos, like the egg looks like a floating, like, I don't know. It's Tadpole so or something. Yeah, it's so bizarre. So I know that that's, a, I know people are going to say, that's sperm gin, but like no, it does look it like does. the head off yes, it. Yeah. Yes. Tadpole, like yeah. the circular and part. Yeah. And then it was like, and then it will do this. And then it was talking about this, um, your kidneys can like build up fluid and stuff like that. And I was like, I bet you I'll be that person. So that was kind of on my mind. I was like, oh dear. So anyway, went in, had my last scan. She was lovely. Get your injections. And then started to inject I was a little bit anxious about that because it was like, okay, it's in your portal. You have a portal which they do their messages on. And um, there was a video on the portal. So I was kind of anxious that day. I remember being like, oh, my God, didn't know what the needles were going to look like, everything like that. But it's really well explained, the videos. And then I started to inject. So the injections are kind of preset out. They show you how to mix them and whatever. And you do... uh, your first injection in the evenings so that injection that you take in the evening stays with you right till the end so you do that injection so then that was um tuesday evening maybe and um they on the friday i introduced another one which was in the morning now that one made me really tired like you had to take it by half 10 and i was exhausted after i'd take it and felt a little bit sicky with that one but again so then you crack on with that so that was friday till the next so then you go for a scan so on the monday i went for a scan so i'd be taking the injections for a week now i think it was like day seven and she said okay it's looking good we've about seven follicles and i was like seven this is crap like thinking this is crap (laughs) but I was kind of like and I didn't feel much different didn't feel anxious which is amazing yeah didn't really feel bloated which was grand um had seven follicles so it's like a graph so she said well here you were on the first day so it's like three little dots at the bottom and then there's like floaters up to the middle Mm -hmm. and the middle line and then anything over the middle they consider like extractable yeah Kind of thing. Okay. 
So there was about seven of them, but there was loads of lads under the line. So I was like, okay. So then they brought me back in on Wednesday and the seven had changed to 13. And I was like, wow, 13, now we're... Now we're fucking cracking Jesus. So that was fine. That was Wednesday. It was starting to feel sore on Wednesday. Um, like my tummy was sore. I just felt like shit now at that stage. So these injections, they're kind of like IVF injections. Yeah, in they that are. They send your, over, your production of eggs into yes. overdrive so kind of thing. It's, I think it's the same yeah, exact same process, except at the end, my eggs go into a freezer versus going into an embryo with yeah. or like getting mixed yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so then I was feeling pretty crap then by the Wednesday, like, and Thursday, Friday were two torturous days. And, um, yeah, Wednesday. So I thought this is great. So she said, we'll probably do the retrieval on Friday. Mm. Then did they get me to come back on Thursday? No. They rang me that evening and said, they take bloods. Every time they do a scan, they take bloods. So uh, they rang me and she said, look, I'm really sorry. We thought we'd take you in on Friday, but we're actually going to take you back for a scan on Friday because they want to wait until Monday now to do it. So I was like, oh my God. So for me, for work, I was lucky. My boss was really sound and basically said, block out your calendar um, and then update it. Like, you know, if you're in on Friday, work on Friday and whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So... um, so I got the scan on Friday morning and Friday morning I had 24 follicles. Wow. So it had just, that's I think why I felt so shit Thursday, Friday. It was like after quadrupling. Yeah. Kind of like, like. And I was quite uncomfortable. And I like I kind of thought, I felt like I had bits of symptoms like of a kidney infection. I was kind of like, and mm. then I was kind of starting to be paranoid about that kidney thing I read that you can oh, get kind of yeah. like too much fluid and stuff. So then on Friday there was 24 and they rang me Friday evening and said we're going to, do the extraction on Monday Mm -hmm. but you need to be careful because we need you to take one more injection and then that's it because you're at the point of maybe overstimulation which is too many I don't know what happens then I think it's more just symptoms of feeling sick and stuff but but she said I had kissing ovaries which meant the ovaries were so full they were touching at the back so like they were totally touching which is something kind of apparently you don't always have so yeah so that Saturday was fine, Sunday was bad, and I was really emotional, okay. like at this stage, because I You're was pumping just pumping yourself like, with yeah, hormones. Yeah, like, yeah. That's but I, I the got thing. away Ooh. for the first seven or eight days, and I was like, I am superwoman. Yeah. But then it started to hit me. And then the kind of, not even the disappointment, but Wednesday I was kind of geared up for Friday, and then they said we have to wait. And I knew that I had those extra few days, and I was like, oh. The injections, by the way, were totally fine. Tiny little needle, mm. very easy to do. And I have a friend who has type 1 diabetes who injects every day. Mm-hmm. So she helped me with the first one. And, like, I think it's the build-up. And it would be easy for me to say that to both of you now. It's mm-hmm. totally fine. You'd still go to do it and be like, oh. Like, it's totally fine. The injection that I started to take on the Friday, they said, might give you a bit of a rash around the area. So you could see that. And it was a bit, like, itchy. Mm-hmm. And my belly was quite bruised then. Oh, by, I'm doing it so much. Yeah, I just kept changing the location and everything like that. And I was a bit paranoid doing it. Am I doing this right? You know, especially not getting any symptoms for the first while and then only seven eggs. Yeah. Like, what the hell? It would be amazing if they had, especially for women who go through IVF and God love them, they go through, they like go through it a lot. You know, like when they have failed cycles and stuff like that and they're fucking superheroes that don't give up and they go through a lot of cycles. It'd be great if they had like a cannula system or like a port that you didn't have to keep going through this, do you know but what I mean? it's not that, like, yes, t- 
totally agree because they have that for diabetics. Okay, yeah, yeah, they yeah, do have them. Like, yeah, good point. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking that the size in the needle is it's so small that like you really don't feel it. It's like a pinprick. Yeah. But yeah, it is kind of invasive in the way that your whole tummy is kind of bruised and you're trying to pick a yeah. different spot and you're doing it twice a day and it's kind of like what? Oh god, I know. So, yeah, and then I suppose when you're talking IVF, it's kind of a, a process, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and that's where like I am very sensitive to the fact that a lot of people have to do and. I'm lucky that I had the 24 eggs and I'm not like... Well, I think what we should kind of say, especially to... And this is just purely for educational reasons because who was it that you told... And, or you, you, uh, mm-hmm. you, Carla, told one of our mates the other day that Amy had done it cause, and that's why she wasn't at the show or whatever. And she was like, what? Can you do that? Didn't know that. So A lot of people think like the minute that you say, oh, I'm freezing my eggs, they think IVF. There's a problem. And they think that there's, number one, they think that there's a problem. Mm. Or number two, they think that there's like a baby at the end of the cycle. Yeah. And that's a very kind of common misconception where I'm like, I feel like now the tables have turned a little bit where people want insurance policies and especially for things like kids. And when we sat down, we talked about cost. We'll talk about cost now in a bit. But yeah. like my biggest thing is you pay whatever for a holiday. You pay fucking all the money in your bank account for a kid. If that's what you wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially when it gets to that stage yeah. that, you yeah. know, because I do know, I suppose I'll just finish because we're nearly mm-hmm. at the end of, of the, of the, of, of my story. Well, uh, I was just going to the say there, as you were saying, like, it's not because you were saying, like, you had the 24 and it's not that you have a problem ovulating or getting yeah, any. Oh, is no, that we well, should kind of point out that it is doing doing it this way is a privilege and it's exactly like we're not and that's what I was going to say like when I had the seven eggs I was just shocked because I was like I did I'm healthy yeah and not, there's and no as well, known problems I didn't do enough like I was I don't I wasn't doing the research to know that that you know you know I just I don't know what I thought I actually don't know what I thought so mm-hmm. because they told me at the end I should get between 10 to 14 eggs on day one she told me sorry that she thought I'd get between 10 to 14 eggs so I kind of thought the seven were the seven I didn't know that you could get get more more. okay yeah yeah okay I got you hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, um, yeah, so then the weekend came. So I then, by Friday, she gave me a call, and I remember just being like, and the nurse, and she's like, we're going to do it Monday. We're going to put these details in your portal to read. But again, I was like, yeah, okay, put them in. I'll read them. <laughs> I thought I injected this trigger injection the night before, and it was half nine on the 
Saturday night and I got some email and I was looking at my phone and I just opened it and it was saying our portal is down we just want to check you took your trigger injection I was like what oh fuck yeah and I was like shit and thank god I wrote back straight away and she wrote back and it was half nine and um she said uh okay or, like I said I'll take it now like I've taken it now at 9.35 or, or I said will I take it now like I've only taken it now not at half seven she said take it now and we'll be in touch with you because we might need to reschedule your appointment oh, so it's sure. quite um, time. time sensitive yeah. yeah so then I googled and it was like 36 hours so then I was thinking 36 hours was three days I was like they have got this totally wrong and now I'm still going to be here. I'm going to have to tell work. It's oh, going to be a day and a half. In my, yeah. But yeah. in my head, 36 hours well, It's because you said three. It's yeah. just a three. Yeah. At that stage, I was like, Ugh. So then Sunday morning, they rang me and said, look, we're going to change. What time did you take it? I said 9.35 Saturday night. And she said, right, okay, we're going to change your appointment. We want you to come in at nine because I was coming in at seven. seven. Yeah, okay. Um, And be prepared and whatever. And I was like, okay. And, and have they worked this out correctly? She was like, yes. <laughs> and I was like Yes okay. thank you woman Who has never done this before Thank you for questioning like, My job And to. everything that I do I was like I'll have to just Leave it in their hands Then I was thinking They're rushing me in For 36 hours And it was literally Probably like As I was being sedated I was like Oh 36 hours Yes Makes sense now But like Anyway So then I went in um, Got there And I was Kind of nervous I was like Oh Jesus So my dad brought me over And then My mum Wanted to come over, wanted yeah. to come in, wanted to come into the wanted room. Wanted to come into the room. She wanted to take the eggs out. Take she, pho- yeah, take photos and then just be ever present. She, she yeah, wanted to be there, mom. which um, was great. But It's lovely how supportive, I mean, we know Ray. Yeah. But it's oh. lovely how supportive they are, like, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I feel oh, like no, I'd be just left to do my own thing if I did that. Oh, no, Dee wouldn't. No, no she, she wouldn't. Was, she we keep her out of things sometimes because she wants to Oh, you've said that before, yeah. Go on, Dee. She bustled through she somehow made it to the patient area when i was getting my stuff done oh fuck yeah, yeah so no she's just she's she's great she's in that eager. way she wanted yeah. to be there or whatever but you couldn't so then i was kind of and i remember being like i wish somebody was here with me there was only one time one morning i felt kind of lonely mm. and i kind of had a little cry about it because i was like this is quite a lonely process mm. as well so you see people going in with their partners there's a lot of people there with their partners um and i was kind of like I, I did feel quite alone. Like I was yeah. kind of like, right, okay, I'm doing this. I know why I'm doing it. And it's not, it's never something that stops me uh, yeah. in my tracks ever being lonely or being single or anything like that. But I did feel really alone. Maybe mm. it was the hormone. I was like, this is a very lonely process. But anyway, so then I got in there and they brought me upstairs and I was like, like a goldfish in a bowl or something. I was like staring at the nurse. I was kind of like, does she know what she's doing? <laughs> we're going upstairs. Like I was like, and she was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, totally fine. And then she actually put her arm on me and she was like, this is totally fine. And I was like, oh, thank God. I don't know. At that, again, I didn't think about it overly until I literally was chatting to Ray in the car. And then I was like, oh, it's one minute to nine. I have to go now. And then I was walking upstairs. I was like, I'm on the way to get my eggs frozen. Or, you know, like mm-hmm. what the hell? So then they brought, brought you up. You got into the bed. They did the usual blood test. Uh, fill in a form. Another fucking blood test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fill in the form. Blood pressure. 
and um yeah she just kind of said right we're gonna bring it to the and I was kind of like at this stage my kidneys felt like I definitely had a kidney infection I was like I need to go to the loo and then she was like we'll go on the way to the theater or whatever so that was fine came in and then they just do a check of you are who you are so she said we're gonna give you sedation um and I think it's morphine in with the sedation so I had gotten a uh, a treat of a Monday a <laughs> on a little Monday. Ooh. <laughs> so I've gotten a, say yes. Um, got, I got a uh, the scope. Yeah. Uh, before, and the sedation didn't really work really well. So mm. I just kept telling them it doesn't work very well for me. The sedation. So just and she said, well, that's great to know. Thank you. You know, we'll give you ramp more. it up, I'm, baby. I'm sure she was like, we won't give you any more, but we'll pretend we will. And I was like, well, that's great. So that was fine. I was waiting there. And then there was another nurse and she was really nice. And um, yeah, then she gave me the injection and I was like, I don't feel anything in my head. Mm. And then the next thing it was like, boom, like the weirdest feeling across my arms, up across my back, down my other arm. And she literally was like, do you feel that? And I was like, yes. And then that was it. I remember after when the nurse, so then I remember waking up in back in the first room. And my mum was standing there. And I was like, "How the fuck did she get here?" I do remember they said, "You know, we're gonna ring. You know, whatever your mum or they wanted me to ring my mum." And I remember she was saying she was parking, but this I don't remember any of that. Mm-hmm. This was yeah. after I remember waking up and I was like, "Hello, like you're here. There you are," and that was fine. But then the nurse walked in. And I was like, "Was I talking to you in the middle of it?" She was like chatting away, and I don't remember that. I do oh, remember no. at one stage them saying, "I do remember saying, now that's very sore. Could you just stop that now?" To the woman, <laughs> so she came in anyway. The nurse and said, uh, "It's great. We got 12. And I was like, "12? So I was like twenty four to twelve. I was like, "This is mad." But actually, you know, your one Heather Ray Young, yeah, from Selling Sunset. She put up an Instagram video a few days before. I had gotten it done and was like, I'm just here after my procedure. And she was sweating and she was, and I was like, what the hell? And she's like, and we got 50% of the eggs and blah, blah, blah. So then I was kind of like, okay, is 50% the Me thing? and Heather are the same. <laughs> Me and Heather. So yeah, so apparently, yeah. So anyway, they got 12 eggs out of the 24 follicles. Okay. And then they let you know at another stage how many were good enough to be frozen. Viable. So yeah, so then that was it. So kind of got organized, went home. Didn't feel great now at all, at oh. all, at all, at all. My ear was like, I thought I took a reaction to the sedation. Like Carla and my mum were talking and I was like, you both need to stop now because it was like really painful. And I was like, oh my God, my kidneys felt terrible. So that was fine. The next day I just felt pretty shit, felt pretty shit for the next day was in bed like most of the day. And then... The hospital rang or the clinic rang. They said that's not normal, so go to the GP. And oh. it turned out I had an ear infection and a kidney infection. So I had to go on antibiotics then. And then I felt grand. But anyway, it came back. So there was five eggs to be frozen. So I was delighted that five yeah. eggs were frozen. Mm-hmm. But like it just shows you 24 to, to 12, 12 to, to five. five. Like, you know, and and that as well put into perspective for me, like, you know it is hard and that's as well like I know a lot of people who like two of my best friends both have two Mm. uh, gorgeous healthy kids and one is expecting again 
And, um, but then I also know people who struggled, you know, and I know loads of people with babies and a lot of them have had miscarriages and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I think like that's another thing. And I know like a lot of people who, whose friends and stuff like that, who are on journeys of IVF and I known people who've have had IVF and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, no, I know that that's a good number, you know? Yeah. I think like which is great but um when I came out and they told me I had 12 there was another woman now you can't see anybody you're all yeah, in your own yeah. sections she only got two and it just was like scary that you yeah. know yeah so um so yeah so that's kind of mm-hmm. that wow so that's it they're on ice now they're on ice <laughs> they're on so ice. I suppose <coughs> what is for, we'll talk about cost I know everybody's gonna Yeah yeah Cause yeah. I remember We discussed it At length Because I was also Looking into To freezing embryos And We were kind of Going back and forth And it was funny Cause I had One of my friends We had We hadn't seen each other In a bit We were having a conversation She was like Jesus That's gonna cost you A serious amount And I was like Everybody goes immediately To IVF And the prices of IVF Yeah yeah Versus yeah. The prices of um, egg, freezing. egg freezing and embryo freezing Which are two different things altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So price So they say it's about 3,000 mm-hmm. And But then you've got your I think it was about 600 before that mm-hmm. And then you have your It was actually 3,150 So when I was paying it I was like This isn't 3 you know? <laughs> So I was thinking where is this 3 So I think it was about 3,750 Wow, okay. It was 3750 Crazy. because yeah. it was 600, then 3150, not three. So, but you can get a thousand back if you have your healthcare, which mm-hmm. I do. So, you can get a thousand back. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, that's that's what it is. And then it's 300 a year to freeze. So, your first year. I was going to say, is there rent on the fridge? Yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Your fridge is 300 a year. Your first year is included. Okay. Oh, yeah. discount! Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> so um, cheeky little discount. Oh, so God. next Feb, Feb fourteenth. Ah, oh, yeah. that's little a good look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my little baby Valentine's. Um, yeah. So uh, next year I'll pay three hundred. So it's three hundred a year, and then you do sign something to say any eggs. So I presume the seven of the twelve. Uh, you can sign something to say they can use them for research. As to why they aren't good, so I said yeah because I do believe oh yeah, definitely yeah. in research, you know, yeah. and then huh, you I s- believe in research. <laughs> but then um, you also can sign to say if you're if you die, can your eggs be used for research? So I said yeah too. Okay, because again, I believe in research. Yeah. Oh um, I was gonna say so. These are the eggs that the five. That were good, so yeah. they're 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 yours. You can't like sign them off to somebody. Like no, they can't. No, but like when there was the twenty four, my friend kept saying you should be selling those. <laughs> That's I was gonna say you could donate you could, them. Yeah, There's a lot you can do no, you once can they're donate, outside your body. You can do. Yeah. You can donate them, which I'm gonna do. So if yeah. I don't use the five, I'll donate them. Yeah. Aww. If I use one, I'll donate four for a hundred percent for sure because I know, you yeah. know. Yeah, oh no, 100%. Yeah, that's definitely. And how would you feel about that if, say, for instance, in two years' time, your 
like you're engaged to it, like you know you're you're gonna go ahead with this you're gonna take one of the eggs and you're gonna go for it and it works and then you have the other four eggs how would you feel about like if say those four eggs went off to somebody and they were all successful pregnancies how would yeah. you feel about having your little kid floating around i think they don't give them out in ireland because oh. look i don't know actually much at all about donating the eggs but i know the sperm if you go with them the sperm you get is from a different country. Right, only okay. That man can only have basically one child or set of children with one person. Right. In Ireland. Oh, so, so you couldn't you couldn't have a baby with, say, Dave's sperm and then be like, that actually, I loved that. No, no, you can. So you can, I want Dave's sperm you, you can actually buy Dave's sperm. <laughs> so <laughs> if you choose Dave, um, you can make your embryo with Dave's sperm and you can buy the rest of Dave's sperm and put it in the freezer with your eggs that if oh. you want to have another baby with Dave's sperm. But Jen can't use Dave's sperm. Nobody else in Ireland it's can use Dave's sperm. It's the same parents. Oh, well, okay. He can't, so like he, so Dave you can't have, have Jen Dave, pregnant and Amy pregnant no, and Dave. Carla pregnant. So then our kids can't run into each other and get married, like, yeah. essentially. Yeah, so Dave... That kind of thing. Dave, then his sperm might go to somebody in Great Britain or France or wherever, but it won't. That's go to still a bit risky. Ireland. Still, yeah, you mm. could still they could still run into each other. Romance. The kids, like, yeah, yeah. so yeah, so they're so that's, that. so that's kind of what I took from it. But again, don't quote me on all of those things like the egg donation and stuff. I'd yeah, this was more experience. Like, yeah. this is more experience. Yeah, this yeah. and that's all that this is. This was my kind of story. My. What happened with Personal me? Personal experience. Yes. Yeah. And then they say that you should feel better after your first period, which came a week earlier than it mm. would have. Maybe. You probably might be a bit regular now for. Maybe. Especially with all the hormones you had in you. Yeah. I know, because it took years, I felt, to get that regular period going. And that was a consideration. Like, I did talk to the gynecologist about how would these hormones encourage the fibroids to grow back? And she said, yes, but you have to weigh it up. So my gynecologist was really sound. She had nothing to do with this, but she was really sound. And she did say eggs by nature are quite fragile. So you see those five eggs, they're yeah. very fragile. They're way stronger. In you embryo. are born yeah. with the eggs that you're going to have for the rest of your life. Like, that's your number. Yeah, I know. Really? It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. That's your number. It's crazy. Like, they... So I mean, I like, anyway cool move <laughs> listen i'm not going to pretend that i know what i'm talking about they're, they're somewhere and then when you're ovulating few of them come out but it's you can't make more oh, you can't produce oh so it's like you that's produ- it no they pop out <laughs> the yeah. ovary like okay. but they're but all it, there yeah like you, that that book is written do you know what i mean what? you really? can't go that's on a I better mean, diet or have a better lifestyle to make that number more they no. did say have protein um, and I think I had carbs for two weeks solid, <laughs> which was not a problem for no, you. No, which wasn't a problem oh, for no, me. I don't think it was for fucking anyone. Which wasn't what I was supposed to do. But the thoughts of having, like, you literally do feel a little bit. I was like, is this how it feels to feel pregnant? When I the last few days, the bloatedness started so low. Everything was so low. Yeah. I was like, just oh. the carbs, probably. Probably the carbs. <laughs> You're yeah. right, actually. Yeah, it was probably just all the curries. Yeah, curries and the curries. All the curries. So. That's the thing. Embryos versus eggs. Yeah, embryos are definitely stronger. Yeah, I've heard that. So that was kind of one of the things. But they are more expensive. Well, you need... To, oh, yeah, for sure. Because that's IVF. Yeah. Essentially. And then it but goes it's in just frozen. Stuff. But yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's like more... Like mine is probably step one. Embryos is probably step two. two and then transferring. Yeah. Again, I don't know. Don't quote yeah. me, but no. 
So when it comes to this is one of the things that I haven't asked you, but this is one of the you okay? You look yeah. like you're panting. No, I'm just trying <laughs> for <a> drink. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to de thawing the eggs, yeah. defreezing, do they go one by one? Because I know not all the eggs will survive, yeah, survive. the thawing I process. They do I don't know, but that's why you know even with five. Yeah, you're still not guaranteed to five. No. no. It's it must be such a controlled, and I mean they've done it for years. Yeah, now, so yeah, they, yeah. Mu- they obviously have their own process or whatever. Sorry, Amy's just banging our bottle of water off the Sorry. mic. <laughs> She's panicked here. She's like, oh, every noise she makes, kill. And um, it must be like so. I can't imagine the emotions a potential mother goes yeah. through waiting for those phone calls. And it's hard because you see after see how shit I felt. Mm. Then they would have done on that day, if you're waiting for your embryo transfer, they would have basically taken out the frozen eggs, as far as I know, mixed it with the sperm, put it back into you, and then you've like this two-week wait yeah. where you just don't know. Like, definitely gave me a whole new insight on like a massive, like even more respect, you yeah. know, for the struggle that people go through, you know, to get pregnant. And then I've heard of people who've been, who have a healthy kid, who want another kid and are doing this four or five, six times. And I, before, would be like, why? Just, you have a a healthy kid now. Why are you kind of pushing it? But you can understand, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think it's massive. Um, You have to be compassionate that other people, you know. And and like that, that's, this is, I did it for my freedom in the future you know you can have a baby so you're 40 41 42 if you're healthy yeah through this um process how do you feel so much better now because i know even when i was 30 and i got pregnant when i was 31 had bobby when i was 32 but even when i was 30 i was like fuck up i started having kids yeah i did and you know what i felt better knowing that i had a really high yeah count i am quite fertile like so one person along the way said you're about 75 percent fertile one yeah. of the medical people which is massive for being 34 when like that's when i was 26 i was told oh you better get on like obviously by somebody uneducated yeah, just their yeah opinion yeah but you know and then going through fibroids and stuff like that yeah and being told maybe if this goes wrong or and and being on so much like having all those drugs before the fibroid operations having the coil having the pill like a lot's gone on that is is all focused on your mm. eggs and suppressing yeah. all those hormones and stuff that um yeah for me I was happy with that yeah know? yeah so I think we're told so many things along the years about like what's healthy what's unhealthy what's mm. you know good if you want to have kids you know you need to get off contraception you need to do a break and you need to do this and you need to do that and I also think that we were told how easy it will be to be pregnant and then oh, all yeah. of a sudden told how difficult it will be to get pregnant it's like yeah, this constant you spent ages trying not to get trying pregnant, to get pregnant and everybody's and then like, focus was like yeah and it was kind of half a like oh oh on the pill you know blah 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 try not to get pregnant and then all of a sudden it's like the conversation changes yeah. after a certain I think, point. well, I mean, it's definitely in the last 20 years and it, it's becoming so much more. I don't know whether it's more prominent or whether it's just being talked about more or is, is it because of what we're eating? Is it because of the type of contraceptive? Like, I've noticed a big shift in the, t- like, the, <clears throat> and it could be down to drug pharma, big pharma, whatever. But the, 
type of contraceptive pills that are being prescribed now are completely different from two years ago. Really? Yeah. Like your 28 day pill is your one, but that's the one that makes you feel fucking flat. Whereas a couple of years ago, it was your Yasmin's and everybody was going around to light with their big boobs and, you know, all this sort of stuff. I felt great. I was on Yasmin for years and I felt great. Yeah, exactly. But it... Now it could be again. It could be down to whatever fucking what they're shilling. You know, you never know what's going on in all these companies with reps and stuff like that. Watch the movie Love and other drugs just to understand that. But it could be down to the research of like how much more prominent things like this, like fertility struggles, are. And I do think, and I it could be, and I don't know. And if any teachers out there know, let let us know. But is this being taught? With their sex education these days, do you know what I mean? Well, they barely get sex education. They barely Ireland, get it so, no. as it is. I presume it's like progressed since, but I wonder is any of this sort of stuff covered? Do you know? Yeah, I think yeah, there is that big shift, isn't it? Where it was like we were told all the time to be so careful, not get pregnant. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it was like, well, you better start coming off contraception. That's it. Yeah, yeah. and and then people, as soon as they're married, it's like so. When's the baby? Yeah, or yeah. like, you can't even oh, live into a gaff. Like, uh, yeah, I'm buying a house at the moment. It's like, oh, I'm going to need a baby sound. I need a baby sound. I was just like, shut the fuck I know. up, And Claudia. that's one thing I think as well. Um, you just don't know what people, what their situation is. So yeah. like not trying to be too PC all the time. But yeah, you just yeah. can't ask people anymore. No, I think you, I common think sense. Fair. It's not even yeah. PC. It's common sense. Like we know too much now. Like we've yeah. been made aware yeah. You know, there's so much out there and it's not as if you have to go looking for it. There is so much out there and the awareness is like, it's always good to get more, but it's fucking out there. Yeah. yeah. You know? And like, that's going back to like one of my first points on it. A lot of people will be like, geez, she's 34. She's nearly 35. Oh my God. And she hasn't Shock. met somebody. Oh, shocking. Like, yeah. just Bridget Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I cannot believe they've lowered the age to geriatric mothers to 35. 35. Yeah, we oh, must. Bollocks. So that, that's come backwards then. Yeah, that has. Yeah. And look, there's probably reasons that we're all not like aware of for that. And it's just to do with medical classification. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like look at fucking BMI Which doesn't actually no. Mean anything And should be binned But we're still banging around Being like What's the BMI mm. I think Like Getting back to that conversation First of all Thanks for coming on Yeah and thanks it, Like really. actually having mm-hmm. the Because it can it, It's such a It's a little bit taboo But not only that Like I Am on the total opposite end Of the spectrum for you But it was something That really made me Think Maybe I will change my mind and I, think, I don't want it to be too late if I do. Like you, yeah. you said when we talked about cost, I think nobody's in the same position, but I think if you're in a position where you are spending a lot of money on nights out, if you're spending a lot of money on bits Holidays and pieces, and go get the test done. That's what I say to all my friends. The first 300, go get it done because then you know where you're at. So you could be like me, like I thought my number was going to be lower than it had been the few years before, but then being on the... Uh, contraceptive is what made it lower so then I knew so I probably could have waited a year or two but at that stage it was kind of in my mind and in my budget at this time before I went and spent all that money and probably crap like yeah or you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like instead of like going on a holiday you said this is what I'm gonna do yeah yeah and then so that's what I would say to people have a look at it get that blood test done I've said it to a good few of my friends who have booked in and stuff like that and just see where you're at if you're in your 30s Mm. You know, if you have that money, you know, to, to you or save it up. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. 
Do you have money? If you have that money, I'll book you in. Do you have that money, Carla, for me now? I'll just book you in. Can I go out to Dunjum on Saturday? Go and get you booked in. Go, woman. Just go and do a sunbed. Janet is on the way back. I'll get you both an ice cream. Amy, thanks a million for coming on. It's great. And I do know, like, if you're thinking about getting this done, I know there's a lot of um, information online anywhere um, mm. that you can look up. Um, I think Therapy are doing the same thing now. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Joanne Very McNally good. are doing... Um, Joanne McNally she's doing is a gig just, with them. She's doing a gig. She's getting paid. Yeah. Paid sponsorship oh, now. Good she, for her. Well, I found Reaper Med great. And I know now I'm the third person. Yeah. Within close, like... Mm-hmm range of myself that have gone with them and they're brilliant yeah and i'm not getting paid but <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go reaper bromad but it's uh, it just joanne mcnally's page she's brand ambassador for the now she's doing it with them and brilliant. obviously terribly are fucking everywhere yeah. so if mm-hmm. i wanted to yeah. try it with them. Get some bed on this. yeah you can stay on the north side you know yourself <laughs> no thanks for keep any it name. safe yeah exactly yeah. yeah don't be going on the south side you get lost <laughs> yeah. uh will you name baby after me no you're dead, right? That was Amy. rude. That no. was a bit too quick. Maybe I'll call it something K. Maybe it could be special K. Special K. Special K. Yeah, look, I think the bottom line is there's many different ways nowadays. Yes. You can do things on your own. But again, as you said, it isn't like I think people automatically think, oh, you got your eggs frozen, go on it alone. You're like, no, no. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe so. Hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully not, not. But yeah. maybe it will work out better. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Better to be looking at them yeah. than looking, looking for, for them. them, looking for the eggs. <laughs> you know, so, um, but I think the number one thing is we kind of have to get to a place where we stop thinking that it's our fucking business. Yeah, that's people. true. Like yeah. you know, and also we also don't be if you go do it. Fair play to you. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's shade, like, shade it from the rooftops. It's yeah. not a shameful thing. No. Like I've, I've no, not that I've told everybody, but there's nobody that I've kept it from either no. because I'm just like. It, it, this Why is it now yeah. you know yeah, yeah. this is my life now yeah. and, and I'm doing, so. on a podcast now too yeah 47,000 yeah. people so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is a, I think it's like I think it's important to have these types of conversations rather than the so when are you having a baby yeah yeah what definitely. do you think of kids it's like shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. I personally don't want to continuously have a conversation as to why I don't really want them sure I can't I imagine like, and you see that as well you have like totally going backwards but i remember at one stage after the fibroids thing being like carla will you have a child for me will you and i said yeah yeah because i was like if they cut my womb and i can't have a child Mm. i'd have a kid for you yeah do you know so it's kind of i was thinking that the other day i'd love to be a surrogate for someone really Mm. you like yeah you flew pregnancy though flew it flew it yeah Mm. and it's funny how some people just absolutely fucking fly Mm. pregnancy but um yeah that was a conversation that we had a couple of times Mm. where i was like yeah if it comes to it of course but um, i couldn't do that now because i get very attached to yeah you but you yeah yeah for me i'm probably the perfect i'd be like oh yeah grant yeah that's grant but i can't believe you i'm not allowed to drink for nine fucking months now yeah yeah it is a big like if you're a bit i say i'm a bit of a hermit so i don't really mind yeah, you you were the dream boat, circus. Yeah. You mm-hmm. were really yeah. me and not so much. They might be a bit like, "What do you what do you do?" Like, what are you doing now? Are you eating them spices? You could go into early labor. Cop the fuck on. <laughs> yeah, Jesus I'd be like, Christ. I, mean, I was mad bad in my choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you. 
Um, thanks, million, Amy, again no for um, coming on and talking about your experience. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, as always, you can get in touch with us via Insta. I'll leave all the links down below if you want to follow us on Patreon. The link for that will be there as well. Uh, for anybody who's listening who came to the show, thank you so much. We yeah. hope you enjoyed, and we will see you on Instagram. And we'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.